Hello, Patriots. I'm Lee Watts, and this is Patriot Point, your source for Kentucky news and analysis from a conservative, Christian, and common sense point of view. Well, we're getting now till mid-October. It's getting ready to be Halloween season. Uh, All the scary movies are coming out again. I don't really care for them myself. They're all basically the same thing. Uh, You've got the villain, the monster, the bad guy, and uh, terrorizes the people. Then they think they've defeated the bad guy. But then all of a sudden, boom, the bad guy comes back and terrorizes them again. And they keep defeating the same bad guy, and he keeps coming back until they run out of uh, sequels that are making any money. Well, the exact same thing is now happening in Kentucky politics. Uh, We have somebody who keeps, uh, we've defeated, keeps coming back, keeps getting defeated, and just keeps coming back. Uh, And it is dear old Amy McGrath. Yes, the person who has run for everything in the Commonwealth is back again. Oh, hi, I'm Amy McGrath. You might remember me from such failed campaigns as Amy McGrath Runs for Congress, or the sequel, Amy McGrath 2, The Run for Senate, or maybe from my upcoming failed campaigns, Amy McGrath 3, The Run for Lieutenant Governor, or Amy McGrath 4, Secretary of State. That's right, dear old Amy McGrath. By the way, did you know that she was a fighter pilot and a mom? I didn't know that. Uh, So she is back again. She couldn't get elected to anything. So Andy Bashir has just appointed her to something. That way she doesn't actually have to win the election. So Andy just by himself appointed her to something. She is now on the board of directors. She, She jumped from nothing to straight up to the top. She is at the board of directors for the Kentucky Veterans Program Trust Fund. Uh, And this is a a board where Andy Bashir can just appoint all the directors that he wants, and they get to use state money. And when I say state money, I mean your money, uh, because the state has no money at all that it doesn't first take from you. I just thought I'd throw that in for free. Uh, It can use your money for different projects and programs, uh, veteran-related, that Andy Bashir decides that he wants to use. Now, uh, Ms. McGrath is not the only person who Andy Bashir has decided to appoint to different boards all of a sudden. You realize in just the last, uh, here, just the last few days and weeks, he has appointed more than 25 people to different boards and commissions, putting all of his people in place with all these things that can spend money for programs right before he starts his reelection uh, efforts in 2023. Uh, just look like there's going to be, again, free money from Andy coming from everywhere. There's no such thing as free money. Anything the government gives you, it took from you first, and it's actually only giving you back a part of what it took 100% from. Uh, so that's something going on there. Uh, now, I believe this is probably just the first step in an inroad The Democratic Party really wants to get Ms. McGrath into office. Uh, She raises a lot of money. She hobnobs with uh, Nancy Pelosi and all the radical leftists up there in Washington, and uh, they really want her. So I can see this as kind of an inroad for her in Frankfurt, whether she's going to be maybe picked up for the new lieutenant governor position. We've talked about it before. Our current lieutenant governor, uh, Ms. Coleman, has bungled quite a few things to a huge degree, and is being hidden away. Uh, You ask most people right now, who's the lieutenant governor of Kentucky today? I would guess 99% of Kentuckians have no idea 
That's on purpose because she's purposely been hidden away because she bungled so much. Uh, so I think Andy's probably going to be picking up a new one, maybe before the election, maybe right after, uh, so he can try to, again, try to tease the teachers into thinking he's their friend. He might keep her for that and ditch her right after. So she might be one of those. Uh, it's also been talked that she might be somebody to run for the Secretary of State position uh, against the Republicans. So uh, not sure, but I do not think that we have seen or heard the last of her. She just keeps coming back. Uh, well, talking about elections, of course, we are going to have elections here in less than a month on November the 8th. Now, you might be thinking, well, who should I vote for for this that and the other. Um, let me uh, refer you to a website which uh, you can get a voter guide to see some endorsements from. Uh, these are not my endorsements, but it's from a organization which uh, I, I usually like what they do. Of course, you never agree with anybody 100%. It is the Commonwealth Policy Center, and uh, they have a voter guide, and they also have a list of the people that they have endorsed. And I think you might find this to be a useful tool, so I will put the links for the voter guide and for the endorsements in the description of this video so you can peruse those for yourselves, get a chance to see who you'd like to vote for, um, and maybe somebody you could support at all kinds of positions all across the state. This isn't only statewide elected positions. Uh, so I think it'll be that, that'll be helpful to you. That'll be the description of this video. However, there will be something on your ballot. This will be on everybody's statewide issues. I've hit it before, want to hit it again and give you another angle on this. And that has to do with changing the Kentucky Constitution. There will be two changes that'll be proposed on your ballot. Let's start with the second one. The second one is very short. It's two sentences long. It basically says, do you want to add in the Kentucky Constitution a section that says there's no right to an abortion in Kentucky? Uh, so that's very short and simple. Want to vote yes on amendment proposal number two, saying this Constitution of our state says no abortion, not even funding of abortion. So amendment number two, definitely vote yes. I'm surprised at the number of uh, people around the state who are strong pro-life calling me confused on this topic. Uh, number two is very straightforward. Yes on amendment number two. Now let's talk about amendment number one. Um, this basically, right now the legislature comes into session at the beginning of the year uh, for 30 days on odd numbered years and for 60 days on even numbered years. Uh, and their amendment number one would change that to say they can also come in for an additional 14 days uh, throughout the year if they choose to. Now, there's been a lot of conservatives that have... Uh, now, let me back up and say the reasoning for this that has been given is to say this will help us rein in a governor like Andy Bashir, who, when they were out of session, just started declaring everything as if he was the legislature. Uh, and this would allow them to come in and rein him in. Uh, that's the justification for this. Again, I'd propose they just come in one week a month. I think that'd be a lot better. 
Uh, but there's been a lot of conservatives expressing a lot of concern about this amendment. They're like, listen, the, this is being touted saying we want to do this so we can rein in the governor. Keep in mind, back in 2021, the state legislature passed a law. It was Senate Bill 1, which did become law, uh, that says that the governor, any year or anybody in the future, can't just declare an emergency to give themselves all these emergency powers for more than 30 days at a time. And they can't then, in the, like on the 31st day, they can't declare another emergency that has anything to do with the previous one. So they already put a measure in place to stop governors from doing that unless the governor calls them into session, which is already in the law. So uh, that's something to keep in mind. They already have a measure that would keep the governors like Andy Bashir from going crazy and keep them in check without giving the legislature extra power and, of course, causing, uh, costing extra money. Uh, th uh, this was challenged in the courts by Andy Bashir. He didn't like them putting this limit on it, but the Kentucky State Supreme Court ruled that that Senate Bill 1 is legal and therefore it has been uh, ruled it is constitutional and the court's already made up its mind about it. So that's uh, something to keep in mind. Another thing to keep in mind is uh, there's a concern that this could be abused. First of all, who decides if the legislature is going to call itself back in the session? It's not by a vote of your statewide elected representatives. They have no say in it. It would be decided by two people, the Speaker of the House and the Senate President. And those two people would have all the power to declare if the legislature is going to come back in or not. Um, and then finally, the uh, third concern, which I think is very, uh, very appropriate, is here, just remember here about a month or so ago, we had those devastating floods in eastern Kentucky. So a special session of the legislature was called, and they met now, and they approved the funding, and they did it in just like three, three days, I believe. However, the state constitution specifically says this has to be done at least five days. And so this would be an opportunity, really, if you had an unscrupulous uh, legislature at some point in the future, let's say you got bad guys in there, not anybody in there at all today, but at some point in the future, we have to set up safeguards today for what might be coming in the future. And for the Republicans who are like, well, we're in charge, keep this in mind, your party will not always be in charge. There will come a day when the political pendulum will switch back towards the Democrats. So you should be putting every single precaution you can in place today while you have power to do so. Our founding fathers put one chain upon another in government, one check, that is what the Constitution is, one restriction, another on government, same thing they ought to be doing. So let's say in the future you get some party that you wouldn't like doing things you wouldn't approve of, they could call themselves in and get this approved and done in three days. No time for the people really to be notified about this, to get their say into it, uh, and I really think it opens up a dangerous uh, precedent. So that's some of the people, that's the reason that some of the people are saying they are for it. That's some of the reason and concerns that conservatives say that they would have against it. That would be amendment number one. Uh, I encourage you, read the thing, uh, and that way you can make your decision for yourself. want to give you both angles on that. But despite what you want to do on amendment one to extend the legislative year, always remember, I will say I'm 100% for voting yes on amendment number two to end abortion 
in Kentucky. So uh, that's some of the things we've got going on this week. Uh, don't forget to spread word about the uh, pro-life amendment. And if you would like to get maybe a pro-life sign saying, vote yes on amendment two, choose life, uh, then why don't you come up to the Capitol sometime? Uh, just contact me and arrange a tour of the Capitol. And during the tour, I'll give your group some of those signs for free. Won't charge you for the tour, won't charge you for the signs. If you'd like to arrange a tour of the Kentucky Capitol to see our beautiful historic building and learn about uh, the Christian heritage of our state, just send me an email at lee.watts.kentucky at gmail.com. That's lee.watts.kentucky at gmail.com. We can arrange a tour for your group for the Capitol building. We'll see if we can set up a time to meet with your county's representative and senator from your area while you're up there and maybe even pick up some of those pro-life signs. Hope you'll take advantage of that. Well, that's what we have for this week. So until next week, I'm Lee Watts for Patriot Point reminding you that liberty is not a spectator sport. Ha, 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 ha.